What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Gunpowder, the Gunmate, the Gunpowder Trilogy. No. Jesus. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. The, the Powder Mage Trilogy. The Powder. Why doesn't it have gun in its Powder. <laughs> Powder, but the gunpowder. Gun precedes powder, always. Which sounds better, the Gunpowder Mage Trilogy or the Powder Mage Trilogy? Powder Mage actually sounds a lot better. Yes. Oh, I wonder what he named it. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, welcome everyone to To The Ramble Podcast. I'm Richard. I am Austin. And today we're doing our pitch review of the Powder Mage trilogy by Brian McKellen. And pitch reviews for those of you who are tuning in for the first time is Richard has read the book. I have not read the book, so he's going to be convincing me if he likes the series to read it. Yep. Okay. Cool. So let's get right into the author. Let's do that. Uh, author Brian McKellen was actually born 1986, Cleveland, Ohio. He actually is an English major from Brigham Young University, where he actually met. That's where he met Brandon Sanderson. Not just met, right? This is the one thing I know, so I got to yeah. put in my info here. He was a student of Brandon Sanderson. Yep. Right? So and in college, of course. Yeah, and it shows. Okay. I think there's... I felt the similarities reading. Uh, reading Powder Mage Trilogy to Brandon Sanderson. So, Prose-wise, or how is it similar to Sanderson? Mostly prose-wise. I would say prose and... Because that dialogue, that witty banter dialogue that uh. Sanderson does so well... And there's also a particular character, which I felt had a similar coolness factor that Sanderson does so well. Um, But yeah, his current works, this is his first uh, book series. Well, actually, no, there's a, he has a smaller book series uh, that he wrote before, but this is his first big published book series. Okay. And And it's a trilogy, right? These are all three of the books. Yep. Thing. So this called, is the trilogy. The Powder the Mage trilogy. Powder Mage trilogy. There's a subsequent sequel, a sequel trilogy called The Gods of Blood and Powder. Okay. So have that's you read another that? trilogy. No, that's a sequel trilogy. And I have not gotten around to it okay. because I didn't want to jump right back in because Got I it. wanted to like the. You know, it, it's one of those things of you don't want to see 
the ending changed. Like I liked the ending. I was oh. like, I didn't want it to go further for a moment, but I will get to it. Okay. I've heard, I've heard nothing but good things that it's actually better than this trilogy. So but you can't attest because you've only read these three. I can't attest. And that means this, this video will be very focused. So you have no exactly. bias of what happens in the sequels. This is purely on the original trilogy. Exactly. Okay, cool. Now his next series, his most recent one, is the Glass Immortal series, which the first book is in the Shadow of Lightning, which he released uh, this year in 2022. Uh, I've not read it yet, but it is on the docket for next book. Okay. And that's, you said, I'm sorry, that's going to be a series as well? Yes. Is that, okay. That's a I'm whole separate sure. thing. Separate not worlds? Separate, separate worlds. Everything separate. Got it. But that's Brian McKellen. Um, yeah. And I'll... Go right into a series pitch, what the series is about. Mm. Spoiler-free, of course. Now, so the series itself is a fantasy world based, not set, based on revolutionary-era France with magic users who can control gunpowder with their minds. And the story follows three main perspectives. Uh, General Tamas, a general who conducts a military coup to save his country. His son, Daniel Twoshot, a powder mage marksman in the throes of emotional turmoil. And lastly, Adamat, who's a retired detective whose loyalty to the country is tested by blackmail. That is roughly what the series is about, without going too further into details. Telly, was his name Telly Twoshot? Daniel. Daniel Twoshot? Daniel Twoshot. Daniel interests me. I want to know why his name's Twoshot. Because don't, don't 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 spoil this is, not, this is his name. This is nothing more than the first chapter. Listen, two shot can mean anything. <laughs> it can mean so many things. Like Daniel Two Shot is named that because it never takes more than two shots to kill a target. Oh, see, I what I assumed was it took him two shots to kill anything. Where no. it was kind of a play on the genre <laughs> of you. You typically have those westerns that boom, one shot, one shot, Jimmy. Or I don't know. That's a random name yeah. I came up with. But that would have been cool if he was a character that. Always missed the first one, but never, <laughs> never missed that second shot. Daniel's never missed a second one in his life. No, so he's a marksman who be who uses the magic system to basically push flintlock rifles to an extent they never should be able to. Hmm. So using extra powder magically to send the bullet further or uh. to direct the bullet while it's in mid-flight and all these little things. Okay. So he's a marksman. Okay, so series is about these characters, and what genre does it cover? Oh, it's a flint. It is a right down the middle flintlock fantasy. Okay, which is a subgenre fantasy that I have not been too engrossed in. Uh, the only I know a little bit of some others. So, uh, for example, Lightbringer is a flintlock fantasy because mm. it takes place with basically guns, that kind of era of technology, the revolutionary era tech. Exactly. But mainly deals with magic and guns. Mm. Um, but yeah, let's see here. But would you say that's a similar book to this? So if you have read Lacanus, they like they're this, very or? different books. Very, huh. very different. Okay. I would say if you liked Brandon Sanderson's work, like Mistborn, mm. you would really like uh, Powder Mage trilogy. Okay, so that, that's a big one. Also, if you like Dalinar colon. I, hey, you'll like a specific character in this series quite a bit. I like Dalinar. I love yeah. Dalinar. Oh, he's the best. <laughs> Ima- imagine uh, Tamas, a uh, old general powder mage who goes in and uh, starts a coup in his country and kills the 
king to save his country because he thinks the country's going down the wrong path. Damn. By the way, that's not spoilers. That's literally like the first paragraph. I, I assumed it wasn't because you wouldn't give away that much information. No, I am not. That, that's okay. that's like very beginning. Back, back of the, the book. book. Oh, yeah. Look at us. <laughs> we look at us. We're yeah. on the same page. That's great. <laughs> but yeah, um, I would say a couple other books that are in similar vein that some I've read, some I haven't, but I know similar. Uh, so Mistborn Era 2 is okay. similar. Uh, the Shadow Campaigns by uh, Django Wexler. Uh, of course, I said Lightbringer before. Uh, the Draconis Memoria series is also another Flintlock Anthony fantasy. Anthony Ryan. And I do quite like that series. It's my it's my favorite of his works. And then there's Guns of Dawn, Adrian uh, Tchaikovsky. Okay. have not read that one, actually. But, Sweet. yeah. That's a lot of more books than I thought that you'd say were similar to this. Because, the, yeah. to me, the Flintlock fantasy era books are unique this is the first i think other than yeah. lacanus which i didn't i didn't remember lacanus being flintlock that it wasn't is not oh lacanus is not lightbringer oh sorry lightbringer lightbringer yeah. i didn't even remember that being that tech because the thing that when i think of lightbringer was not that this seems to be the focus it's the focus of the setting um okay. some some stories lean into it more than others okay but um, I would say Mistborn Era 2 leans into it a lot. So that's the setting and style eh. as Flintlock Fantasy. I follow. Okay. Mm-hmm. So beyond that then, what did you rate the book? The book series, what did you rate it? Overall, I rated the book series a 7.47 out of 10. 7.47. So just yeah. on that 7.5 that cusp mark. Oh, yeah. But hey, that's a great series. Okay. Se- sevens for me if, uh, you know. Just a reminder, five is like average. Not good, yep. not bad. Six is good. Seven is great. You seven's a great. Okay. Okay. Seven's a great score. Eight, you're getting into amazing. Nine is su- superb, spectacular. Ten is perfection. Okay. That's kind of how I think about it in, you know, if I'm supposed to verbalize the score. So then for the Powder Mage trilogy, which one is the better of those? Which is the best in the series? I personally think the first one is, um, with the wor- the quote-unquote worst one being the second. I think it has a little bit of middle book syndrome, mm. but uh, the third book is picks up. It's better, but I don't think it captures the first book as ah, much. So but you, to be fair, this, I'm dealing in slight differences. Slight differences, but you personally prefer the first book? Yeah. Okay. And... Then, did these books at all win anything big? Do they have awards? Like, I know in the past you've mentioned that some books have been top 100 fantasy. Yeah. And they've had all these accolades. Do these have accolades? Is this recognized? It is recognized. It does have an award uh, from an award uh, publication that I don't know of, but I found it. Okay. Uh, The Morningstar Award for Best Fantasy Newcomer in 2014. Uh, As an example, some of the other other, uh, things that this publication uh, awarded, and I... I did this research just to see, like, do they know their stuff? Yeah. Like, what, what, are they, what are they actually pushing? Um, so in 2013, they actually uh, nominated... This is Morningstar? This is... The, Morningstar Awards. The Morningstar Awards. What else have they awarded? Yeah, so the year previously, they did Malice, The Faithful and the Fallen by John Gwen, which I have read. Mm-hmm. Good choice. Uh, the year after, 2015, The Emperor's Blades, which I own, have not read yet. It's on the list. Um, then 2016, Vagrant, 
2017, Steal the Sky. And 2018, Kings of the Wild, which definitely agree. That's a standout, uh, great newcomer fantasy. So Mor- Morningstar, which I, I vaguely heard of. So yeah. they, they're reliable. So yeah. They, okay. <laughs> we, we always got to give that other perspective because, you know, if it's just us pitching the book or you specifically, you got to mm-hmm. have that that non-biased source, the unbiased source out there. Okay. Definitely. All right. So beyond that then, want to dive into some of the specifics about the book. Yeah, sure. Let's do it. So emotionally, emotional investment in the series, what did you rate it as a whole and why? All right. So emotional impact, I gave the series an 8.42. Very Whoa. high score. And mainly because Daniel Two-Shot, he brought the emotional, he got me. I was in emotionally invested in him and also Tamas. Tamas was just so exciting that it made so Adam at the third perspective, I think drags a little bit in the first book. And that's not due to him as a character. It's mostly due to the plot line that he's in. Mm. Is not as interesting as the other two. But it definitely picks up by the end. So that's only a temporary issue. I had a feeling Daniel Tushat. Was a solid yeah. character. Such a great name. Uh, it what is. a wonderful name just, for it. Brian McKellen, no offense, but you should have went with my idea. Like having <laughs> having the first shot always miss and the second shot. I think <laughs> is is there anything like that? Because I like that concept. I'm trying to think. I the the guy that the never mi- never hits you the first time, but that second one. <laughs> the second one's always good. He's dead shot, but on the second one. Come on. That's <laughs> that's a cool concept. Maybe it'd be, and you know, the, the deeper character would be that he always tries to give him a chance. He does it deliberately. Oh, okay. He, he gives him the warning shot. He always <laughs> gives a warning shot. And people say like, oh, why do you give a warning shot? You're giving up, you know, you're giving up your opportunity. He goes, because I know I'll hit him in the second. I, oh. I can afford to give him a warning shot. Oh my goodness. That's such a, I like that. Let's go that direction then. Yeah. We're bouncing off each other here. Oh, See, yeah. if, if we... Okay, I'm sure the character... If I actually right. wrote a book. <laughs> if, if we actually wrote a book. But if Brian McKellen wrote Tale Two Shot a different way, I'm sure it's great. I've never read the series. This is just... I kind of created something in my mind now and you helped that. Yeah. I feel like I'll be disappointed now if I read it. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> like, is, would that be true? Is Tale no. Two Shot a good character in the book? He is a good he character. Is, okay, I'm, you'll, I'm, you'll like him okay. quite a bit. Okay. And especially uh, the circumstances that happened to him, you really empathize with him. Got it. And so... He he brings a lot of the emotional weight to the story, mm-hmm. uh, but the action is also incredibly exciting. So a lot of times you get with fantasy and magic, uh, magic does not have like that immediate cost. You know, like a bolt of lightning would be, you know, it caused damage to an area, but you know people survive it. People have magical armor mm-hmm. and all this stuff makes it makes stakes very difficult. With Flintlock fantasy, it's guns. So the guns can either be not very effective, where, you know, people have magical skin or arm or whatever, and bullets don't do much. Or, they're bullets. They kill you. Like, it only takes one shot. That's all it is. So you run the risk of making your characters too strong. This series balances that very well. Has very uh-huh. justified reasons why some people, bullets don't work. and But for the most part, yeah, bullets are deadly. Almost every single encounter, people die. Like, it's not a, oh, the person was wounded from a, an action scene. Like, if you're dealing with swords, you know, sword combat, often it doesn't always have to lead to their death. Yeah. You know, like, wound them, they get cut Absolutely. on the arm, they bled out, whatever. You answered the question I should have asked, because I that I really am more antagonistic against gun fantasies, or just 
an action movie with guns, you'll go to watch and have fun and mm-hmm. whatnot. You can always like John Wick, of course, and other movies. But I'll always have that thing in the back of my mind where it's like, come on, you got to shoot the person. And it's a gun and it makes the, that's why swords are in fantasy so often. Because swords yeah. are so easy to, you can fight and still leave unscathed and it's kind of believable. Yeah. Whereas a gun, how do you escape that? So you're saying it mends that and makes it really believable and actually there are stakes. Exactly. There, there are actually stakes for the fighting and the times where the bullets aren't very effective. It's very well explained. I love and that. so... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Really well done with the magic system. Great. At which, can you commend uh, Dune for that as well? Dune, not not the action in it, but the way that they explain how there's still, uh, yeah. how there's still swords and why people don't use laser beams. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I, I like it for the world build itself, but yeah. I also, I prefer that aspect mainly because of the thematic uh, parts of Dune. I think I was talking with you about it before on how Dune is such a contradictory world yeah. uh, the whole setting yes, yes. where it's this far advanced civilization but the interplanetary interplanetary government system is feudalism they have all these spaceships and you know warp drive and all but it has to be run by people like snorting magical version of cocaine just a function then there's like they have laser guns but they can't actually use laser guns or else everyone dies so they use swords mm-hmm. they have shields but doesn't work you have to go slow to even break it like all of these different factors make it very odd that yes we progressed so far but they basically reverted back to old historical forms of governance and technology and that contradiction makes it unique oh yeah it's very fun so while we're at it what's your rating of dune and let's start going oh god (laughs) oh we just go off a tangent (laughs) we should just title a video one time rating of blah 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 and just rate three different books (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Dude, like let's do that again we'll have lacanus lacanus rating and we'll just dive into the lord of the rings <laughs> the, whole, the whole time so yes. okay that was your emotional investment yeah for the gun gunpowder trilogies do i get that right am i no. screwing it up the gunpowder mage trilogy i knew i was gonna screw it up eventually powder mage there's so it's like powder mage gun the flint okay powder mage trilogy yeah what did you think about characters i know we dove dove into taniel Two shot. Yeah. Uh, mostly on the what well, so, you would you rate characters? I gave characters an eight point oh eight for characters. These are two really strong ratings in a row. Very strong. Okay. Um mainly they, they all say very strong because of the relationship between Tamas and Taniel. Okay. And very strong characters, I think. Um Adamat gets much better by the second book, because I think he's a weaker character in the third, but mostly due to his plot line. 
not him as a character. So you're telling me he survives? <laughs> How dare you? You said this was spoiler free. Oh no, Gandalf lives. <laughs> you just, I can't believe you. I can't believe you. Uh, but so to maybe give some um, details on the characters, kind of what their purpose is in the story. Yeah. Uh, Tamas is the main driver of the plot, and he's the driver of the global plot. Like, what he's moving things in the whole world, the country. He's moving big pieces, uh, mainly similar of Dalinar. Uh, he's a, a military man thrown back into the game, and he wants to play the game a little differently this time. And so he and has, down there from the Stormlight Archives for people yeah. who don't know. Yeah. So it's very reminiscent, I think. Very different characters. Okay. But uh, then Taniel. Uh, he draw, Daniel he, Tushot. Say his name. Taniel Tushot. Damn right. He brings the action of the story. Uh, Tamis has his own, but Taniel, that's where most of your action from the whole series is going to be. He expo- You get a lot of the exploration of the magic system and different uh, magical people and all this stuff. So mm-hmm. he's the action heavy guy. Wait, keep going. This is my favorite character. Come on, give me more. <laughs> like, you don't just brush over my guy two shot. Well, he's also the most sympathetic okay. character to root for. Like, you definitely empathize with him the most. Oh, okay. so that's why I really enjoyed him. Then Adamat himself, he's the detective. And you don't appreciate him at first, but then more thinking about it, he he was slower, but by the end, he became interesting because he explored the subcultures of the world and he was almost like the b plot that connects everything together and all these little tangential things that just make the world feel lived in and real so that's what he really serves so it's like okay you have the main driver tamas you have the action tangle two shot and then you have on the fringes just filling out the rest of the world you have adamant nice so those are the characters and i think they were really well done and side characters overall Bunch of side characters, a couple that were really good. There's one in particular that got me emotionally troubled. I very much disliked the character because of what the character did to my my boy, Tandil Two Shot. And in reflection, if this character had their own POV, I'd probably sympathize with them too, to Mm. a degree. Like, this character is actually a main character in the following series. One of the reasons I did not start reading it immediately, I'm like, I don't want that character to mean character. No. <laughs> that character was mean to Daniel Two-Shot. No, I don't like it. It's kind of weird that, <laughs> you know, it's, you know what's weird? It's just when you listed the three characters, we don't didn't plan this, but yeah. Daniel Two-Shot just stuck out to me. And he's, your favorite, he's your yeah. favorite character? No, Tamis. Oh, what? Okay, you're just being nice to me then by praising... I can't say... Like, so you're I, just being I, nice you know. by praising Daniel Two-Shot because I like him. I, like I haven't met him, but I love They're him. both, like, of the three, they're both my favorites. Okay, so Tamus is your favorite. I can't say too much about Tamus without spoiling stuff. I can say mm. things about Daniel because it's action-related. Okay. And I'm staying far away from spoilers. Got but it. I guarantee you, you'll love Tamus the most. Because of the Dalinar resemblance. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. I'm going to try to, like, if I, you know what? Let's... You'll like him by the first chapter. I will. Oh, first chapter, you're going to fall in love with them. Okay. Just saying. So it's one of those books, the first chapter is, it hooks you right away. Oh, yeah. Okay. It is fast. Then, speaking of plot-wise, what did you rate plot? Plot, I gave a seven. 
Something Seven. on the nose. So good plot. A good plot. Good plot overall. Okay. And overall above average. Good. So why good and not great? Also, why um, good? So what's what's good about it then? But why good and not great? Yeah, sure. Um, some of the best parts is the pacing. Pacing, okay. Pacing is really quick. It was a page turner. Um, as an example, I was actually started listening to the book on audiobook for mm. when I was in the car driving. And I was... I was thinking I was just going to leave it to drive. I was going to read a different book while I'm at work and listen to this book in the car. Yeah. After I first listened to it in the car after the first day, I drove home to Barnes & Nobles to pick up the physical book so I could read it at work as well. So I would listen to it in the car, get to work, read the physical book in the at work, and then i get in the car, go home, and i listen to the audiobook. I tore through it because the pacing is... Just quick. Just loved great. it that much. Oh, yeah. Whew. The plot is just exciting. High praise. Okay, so that's why it gets to seven. Just really fast. Pa- the good pace. Because yeah. fast pace doesn't mean good. Right? Yeah, fast and well-paced. Well-paced. Fast and well-paced. Yeah. Great. So then why not eight? Why not higher? What keeps you from boosting The it ending, certainly. Um, ending of the series? Ending of the series is a slight dip for uh, me. Um because for me, like an ending to really take it out of the park is something that I really wouldn't expect too much. Like something kind of gives me that wow factor. Th- okay. th- that's what it takes to really go up to like the eight, eights or nines of an ending. You have to wow me. And I enjoyed it, but I wasn't wowed. That That's kind of where I'm at. But also, first book, Adamat was not as interesting. There's some aspects in each of them where... That those were the parts that dipped for me. Um, overall, the complexity of it was fairly simple, which is good, but it doesn't push that level that would make me give it the eight. Mm, okay, okay, but so nothing, nothing standoutish other than the pace being very, very well constructed. Yeah. So that's why it doesn't boost out. Okay. Exactly. I follow that. Um, but yeah, so and I did actually add on to that i i think what really made it much better like it better than a six to push it to seven is mm-hmm. i later appreciate adamat's b plot on how each okay. each plot wove together very well and not just plot wise like they all meet and connect to each other they fill different roles to describe the world and all that is really well done now notice what you did just there hmm. you gave something a seven and gave a lot of praise and just said, here's why it's not higher. And you were very kind. Yeah. But when you rated Stormlight Archive, one of the categories, world building an eight. Do you remember yeah. that? You remember that video? Yeah. Say sorry. <laughs> Say, <laughs> apologize. Not to me. To Brian um, McKellen and Sanderson. <laughs> so. no, I think Sanderson would understand. <laughs> I gave him a high score and I'm. It was such it's such a high score, and you were praising it so much. I wanted to show the the, the nitpicks, side. the it. nitpicks of it that I have with it. It still sticks with me to this day. So it's okay. So that that was plot for. Yeah. Wait, I'm going to say this right. The gunpowder, the gunmate, the gunpowder trilogy. No, Jesus. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. The, the powder mage trilogy. The powder. Why doesn't it have gun? In powder. Its name? <laughs> powder. But the gunpowder. Powder. Gun precedes powder always. Which sounds better, the gun powder mage trilogy? Or the Powder Mage trilogy. Powder Mage actually sounds a lot better. Yes. Oh, I wonder what he named it. <laughs> I just think. I can't think. Okay, so <laughs> the Powder Mage trilogy. Yeah. What did you rate the dialogue slash prose? I gave it a strong 
6.75. You can't say that. You can't say strong and then six something. It's a firm 6.75. Okay. It's a firm, like, it's not changing. It's a 6.75 and you're certain. I, I rated a 6.75 across all three books. They're all... All 6.75. 6.75. Doesn't break you know what? seven. You know what a 6.75 deserves? Hmm. Let's move to the next category. All right. World building. <laughs> What did you rate the world building and well, category for this okay, trilogy? The only thing I, I want to say two things. Oh, about it would have been it. funnier if we just brushed over it. Why did you? No, you. We'll, okay, now we'll talk about dialogue. Okay. The, the dialogue is very. I mean, I got strong Sanderson vibes while reading it. And so. As he was a student of Sanderson. Yes. Yep. And oh, also, it's way, very modern writing. It's like hard modern fantasy. So it doesn't go into the excessive description that typical classic fantasy offers so mm. it if you're normally not a fan of classic fantasy like lord of the rings or um oh, the book i'm thinking of uh tad williams the Dragonbone chair is really kind of classic fantasy-esque mm. um and you like that more modern stuff brandon sanderson then powder Maid trilogy is really up that alley which is probably what keeps the pace just so Definitely. fluid that it's easy to read. You can go chapter to chapter. Bang, bang, bang. Exactly. Cool. All right. World building slash magic system. What did you rate that out of 10? Over the Powder Mage trilogy. You got it right Hell for the first yeah. time. Yeah, I think I got it right the first time I said it, then wrong the second and third. And now I got, I'm <laughs> looping back. Okay. For the Powder Mage trilogy, what did you rate world building? Magic? A 7.08. 708. Okay. Yeah. Why 7.08? It's very good, but it just didn't break... Uh, it, I just couldn't rate it very higher when I was comparing it to other series. Hmm. So it is a really cool, interesting magic system. So the magic system is really inventive and fun. And I enjoy that. More especially one half of the magic system. The other half, you get less of a understanding about it. Okay. Um, what may have pushed it further... Uh, into like the exceptional magic systems would be kind of a connection to maybe a thematic connection to the story or i personally always think the best is the hard magic system with a very strong um a really strong soft magic backing that adds just it just adds a bit of mystery to it yeah there's not much mystery to the magic system it's very straightforward very straightforward um world building itself you get a lot about one country but not a lot about the rest of the world hmm. uh world map is not as uh detailed like you know i'm not reading over the world map and i don't think you really need to okay. look at the map which would add to it um history of the world is good for recent history but doesn't go too far into the depths of the history and how this world even started okay so I can list some positives and negatives. Overall, I do say I think it's above average. You're satisfied. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Mm. But I can't give it that eight, you know. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very fair. Very fair. In total, then, Powder Mage Trilogy. I'm I'm nailing it now. The Powder Mage Trilogy. I can't can't go back. It's over. I got this. So Powder Mage Trilogy is a seven... Did I remember your grading correctly? 748, did you give it? No. 7.08 for world building? No, oh. no, For total. 748, uh, was it? 747. 747. 0.01 off. Okay, so 747 out of 10 for the series as a whole. Thumbs up. Where's it getting for you? 
solid one and a half thumbs up. Great. And I, I hope there's people out there that just skip the whole review and look for the Richard Thumb review. That, there's got to be someone out there that's like, all right, let's just see what he thumbed it up, and then I'll read it or not. So for those of you who do that, it's one and a half thumbs up. Yeah, there we go. Awesome. Anything else? that, that I cut you off on anything? Do you want to touch up on the series, or are you satisfied with that review? I don't have anything else. you have any questions for me about it? Absolutely not. This has been Tudor Ramble, everybody. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.